Hey y'all, and welcome to the Mother Name Podcast. <laughs> we are back for season two. So um for season two, I was like, you know what? I wanted to do a live show last season, but you know, I was a little scared, a little afraid, and we'll talk about that on um, why I was still kind of afraid um to do a live show. But this season, I was like, yeah, it's time to <laughs> time to get on up out of that fear, you know? And so, uh, so thank y'all for coming. Um, last season was amazing. My goal for last season was to have a thousand downloads. And I was so glad and so grateful and so blessed that I had 1288 downloads, 1,288 downloads. I was so excited. And y'all, it wasn't just in the U.S. Like it was like six different countries. Like the second, the second most listened um, country was Germany. I was like, I don't even know nobody in Germany, but it's okay. To God be the glory. (laughs) So I'm super grateful for the success of last season. Um, and so, Last season, I told y'all how the Lord gave me, like, the vision for this podcast. I was standing in my kitchen, and the Lord told me that I would be muzzled no more. And so, I started the podcast. But this season, I came to the realization as I was prepping that I was still kind of muzzled all throughout season. All throughout season um, one, I was still muzzled. And so, I looked up what what muzzled mean. And like I said, it means to prevent someone from speaking. But I also looked at, okay, a muzzle. Has anybody, y'all, I don't know, if you ever look and see, um, a muzzle is used for like animals who other people are like kind of afraid for, afraid of. So like those aggressive dogs, those dogs that you be like, oh my gosh, I don't want this dog to attack me. They usually put muzzles on their, on those dogs. But, those dogs can still bark, even though they have the muzzle. So a lot of times, if owners want to make sure that the dog doesn't um, cause like fear or danger just by the dog barking and people are afraid, they close their mouth. So they close their mouth and then they put the muzzle on and, you know, they're not able to speak. So last season, I came to the realization that, yeah, my mouth was open and I was speaking, but I still had the muzzle. And so it was like, OK, God. <laughs> How am I going to get to this place where I am not muzzled anymore? And so I had to get to the root of like, why do I feel muzzled? Like, God, what is it? What is it, Lord? Like, what is it? And I came to the realization that I'm a people pleaser. I want everybody to be happy with me. I want to do everything to satisfy everybody. I want everybody to love me. I want everybody to like me. I don't want anybody to have anything bad to say about me. And so I was like, okay, Lord, I'm a people pleaser. But why am I a people pleaser? And to be honest, it didn't hit me until today. I was riding. And I was like, Lord, I, I have everything that I'm going to say. I know what I'm going to say, but I do not know why I'm a people people pleaser. And the root of it was I had a, I had a, um, growing up, I had a negative view of who God was. I felt like that I had to work for my salvation. Like I felt like, okay, in order for, in order for me to like have salvation, that like I had to do this, do that, do that. It was like a work-based gospel. And it was like, mm, like a works-based gospel. 
So I felt like, okay, in order for God to bless me, do good things for me, I had to do X, Y, Z. I had to do that. And so that ideology and that view of who God is, it caused me to have the same concept of people. That in order for people to love me, in order for people to like me, that I had to work for their approval. I had to do things to make them happy with me. And so after that, I was like, okay, God, <laughs> here we go. Like, so I had a work-based gospel. Well, Lord, like I've been free from that. Like I know like that the grace of God is good. Like that the grace of God is an amazing and perfect. No, like, yes, he gives us grace and no, that does not give me a license to sin. But I know like that the grace of God is, is an amazing gift. And I've received it and I've came into the knowledge of the grace of God. So, Lord, why am I still why am I still wrestling with all these people pleasing? Why am I still wanting to satisfy everybody? I know you're good. I know I don't have to work for my salvation. But why? But after years, when you go through years and years and years of making sure everybody is happy with you and making sure you do everything for everybody's approval, making sure you say everything and. Just wanting to be accepted in love. It's going to take more than a season of a podcast to break free from it. It's going to take more than a couple of months to be free. And so I started to do the hard work. And to be honest, I just kind of came into this realization about four months ago. Probably not even four. Probably like three. That I'm a people pleaser and it has to stop. And one of the things it has affected me so much, like even in, like I'll go back to childhood. Y'all, I used to get bullied so bad. <laughs> so, 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 so bad. Like, I wasn't the kindred that everybody sees now. Like, people see me, oh my gosh, you're so cute, you're so confident. Like, no. <laughs> um, I was super like, you know, I was overweight. I was heavy. Like, and people, they talked about my weight. My edges were thin. They talk about me not having edges. <laughs> I have a gap in my teeth, but it was like, like when I was younger, it was bigger. And so like people talked about that. They talked about my appearance and all that. It makes you, it makes you have low self-esteem and it develops almost like a self-hatred where you don't, you don't like your life. And on top of that, <laughs> um, my mom, I thank God for her. She protected me from so much. Like, y'all, my mom was strict. <laughs> and y'all, we couldn't go everywhere. We were at church. <laughs> and like now, now on the other side of it, I understand. Like my mama protected me from so much. But at the time when I was young, I didn't understand I felt like, oh my gosh, like here I am. I already get bullied for the way I look now. Is you a church girl? You ain't nothing but you are always in church. You one day when you get older, you ain't gonna do nothing but end up being pregnant because your mama won't let you do nothing. Like all of this, and it's like, bro, like I literally just I don't like my life. And it's like, Lord, like I was young, like, and I was young dealing with these thoughts. So here I am, I'm young, like. I'm trying to figure out, like, you know, like, I'm raised in the church and, like, I know who God is, but I feel like I got to work for everything. And, like, oh, my gosh, if I mess up, like, God don't love me. And then it's already I go to school and I'm not loved. Like, 
everybody want to talk to me and me. And it's not until like I can do stuff for people that they accept me. Then you get older <laughs> and you deal with men. You meet men. And guess what? That people pleasing, it carries on in that. Well, like I began to be in like relationships. Well, like I told y'all on podcast, like I never was in a serious relationship until like recently this year. But before then, situationship after situationship where I wanted to be loved and accepted so bad that whatever you want me to do, I'll do. And on top of that, y'all daddy issues. Ooh, like, <laughs> and you dealing with abandonment and rejection. And you like, oh my gosh, like, what am all this stuff, y'all, all this stuff on top of each other, on top of each other. And it caused it, and it literally caused me to feel like I was muzzled. I, I had to please everybody. And as I got older, like I said, I came to the knowledge of, like, the grace of God. And I began to want to, like, please God. But like I said, I had to do the hard work of deliverance, of being free. I had to do the hard work. And so I started to do the hard work and I started to create boundaries. I started to not, okay, if you have a friend or like if you have, you're in situations and you do speak up for yourself, you will expect that, okay, I'm speaking up for myself I'm going by my boundaries. Surely they will understand. No. (laughs) No. They don't. People won't. I can't understand it. People, they want you to do what you want them to do sometimes. They want you to do what they want you to do. So here I am setting boundaries like, no, I'm not doing this. No, I'm not having sex with you. No, I'm not coming to your house. And they're getting mad. They're angry. And it's like, God, this is... (laughs) This is what I didn't want. Then you you continue to grow up and you're in a workplace and you have to like supervise people and tell them what to do. And you get pushback. And all I'm trying to do is tell you what's right. But because you're telling them what they don't want to hear, and it's like, oh my gosh. Like I thought if I <laughs> if I created boundaries and start, you know, like stop being Muslim and tell people what is right and what does says the Lord that they, you know. They will be grateful that I am trying to help you. But no. And so I am currently living out this uncomfortable reality that, yep, Lord, you have taken the muzzle off my mouth. But yeah, Lord, like this don't always, it don't always feel good. It's uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable, but I had to learn that even though it's uncomfortable, even though it doesn't feel good, it's the right thing to do. Jesus was not a punk. Like, (laughs) Jesus was not a punk, and yes, he had grace, and he was a very gracious person, and he did things in the right manner, but he said what was right. He made people angry. He made people mad, but it was what was right, and it needed to be said. And so, as the Lord has, he has released the mother off my mouth, because, you know, like, I, 
And I told myself, yeah, we're not doing it anymore. I'm not doing it anymore. And I've just been praying that Lord God continue, continue to give me the boldness. Continue to be the, give me the boldness to be the woman of God you have called me to be. Continue, Lord. Because I, I don't want to, I don't want to go back that way. I don't want to be living a life, a closed mouth life and being Muslim anymore. And when I was looking at, looking, looking up and reading about the, like dogs and like being muzzled, it says when they have a closed mouth and they have a muzzle in their mouth, um, it causes so much danger to them. They can't even cool down because they got to lick their tongue out and pant just, just to be able to cool. And then what if they vomit? Then they suffocate, as been aspirated and suffocated and, and then they died, like, because they were muzzled. I learned that one of the biggest tricks of the enemy, he wanted me to be silent. <laughs> he wanted it. But there is so much work that God has assigned to me, and I had to open up my mouth. I couldn't be timid, Kendra. I couldn't be afraid. I couldn't let experiences and what people said and, like, the fear of people leaving and the fear of people not liking me and all that fear control me and place a muzzle back on me. I couldn't let it. I couldn't let it muzzle me anymore. The Lord, he told me that I would be muzzled no more and I had to believe that decree over my life. I had to believe what he said. I had to believe that decree. Yeah, I said Muslim no more. And I remember everybody was like, Kendra, you got everybody else on your podcast telling their story, telling about how they feel Muslim, but you never did. I was afraid. I was so afraid. I was afraid. But like one of my favorite songs says, I'm no longer a slave to fear. I'm no longer a slave to people. The only person that I aim to please every single day is God. And by pleasing him, I will be able to do right by people. By pleasing him, I will be able to honor other people, show other people respect. Because just because I'm pleasing God don't mean, oh, yeah, I'm not going to care about everybody. No, a part of pleasing God is treating your brothers and sisters right. There's a part of pleasing God. It's a part of it. And so to every person who ever felt that they had to be silent, they had to be muzzled because of whatever happened, it can be something as simple as having a mis. Misconstrued image of who God is. It can be trauma. It can be low self-esteem. Like whatever it is, like you don't have to be muzzled. The Lord has called you to be free. Because there is so much work. I was like, Lord, there is so much work you have called me to do. Like in this past season, the Lord was like, okay, do this, do that, do that. And it's like, Lord, okay, I know I can't be silent. Like you want me to do all this and say all this. And so on this season of the podcast, like I want you to do the hard work. 
I want you to do the hard work and to dig. Lord, is there any area in my life that has caused me to be silent? That has caused me to be afraid to be who you call me to be? What is it? What is it, Lord? I want you to be free. <laughs> I want you to be free because I know how it feels to live in bondage of the opinions of other people. To be in bondage and to be afraid. So I want you to be free. So this isn't a podcast. Um, it's going to be a little different. I had mostly guests last season. Mostly guests. I let them talk. You know, I just kind of you know, ask questions, interview type thing. <laughs> but this season, I decided uh, it would be more of me talking. Because the Lord has, like, literally taken the most off of me. And so, uh, man, <laughs> so crazy thing, um, kind of journeying back to, like, season one. If you listen to, like, episode 10, I talked about how I had this joy. Where I was so content with the Lord and the Lord alone. And I was just in a really good place. And then around like January, that's when um my pastor she came, um, she came to me and we talked about like being over like the women's department. And I was like, you know what? Oh Lord, like, you know, it's time to, you know, it's time to stretch. It's time to stretch. It's time to, you know, it's time to stretch in the area. And I did it. And I was like, okay, I accept the call. And I remember, remember like season 10, season one, episode 10, I was content with the Lord and the Lord alone. I was content, y'all. And then here, my pastor's like, okay, women's department. And so a little bit more context to episode 10, I was kind of talking about how all my life, like, yeah, I've been single. Just situationship with the situationship. And I always, like, wanted to have somebody to, like, take the PJ pictures with. You know, like, you and your PJs. That's somebody with Thanksgiving. But you know what? Like, I never got to experience it. But I was like, and I kind of, like, I used to be sad about it. I was like, Lord, what was that? I? I was, like, 25. And I was like, I ain't I've never had that experience. But you know what? God is okay. I'm going to tent with you. And like it was real, like it was real contentment. Like it was so real. Like I I felt it. Like I went and recorded that episode. Like me and Kim would listen to that episode last night. And I was like, oh, I felt that thing. <laughs> but y'all, in January, I started dating. And I got in a relationship. It was like boom, 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 boom. Quick, quick. And it was like, Lord. I was just content with you. And I was distracted. <laughs> Here I am. My pastor has told me, okay, this is what like I need you to do. And I'm like, yes, ma'am. But it was a slow start because I was distracted. I was so distracted. And when I finally got myself together, y'all, <laughs> and was like, yeah, like, this is not the time for that. Like, it's time for my hands. Like, the Lord won't want me to be busy. He want me working in this season of my life. And I remember talking to my leaders. They was like, he was like, maybe my boss was like, you just said you were content. You just said you were good. 
maybe it wasn't time for a relationship. You needed to be a wife to God a little bit longer. And I was like, I need to, I, I, I should have been a wife to God a little longer. Like, it's like I left, I left my first love. <laughs> I did, I kind of like, and I kind of did, like, you know, I kind of did leave my first love. And I was distracted. Then I got out of that and I got into another distraction. And then I was like, Lord, I'm supposed to be <laughs> serving. Like, I know you were calling me to like do more in this season, but like I'm allowing things to distract me. And so I had to, I ended up going on the fast because I had to fast and pray. Like, Lord, deliver me and set me free. <laughs> like I was just, God, I was just here, but I love my first love. Like. I love my first love. And um, I had to go back to my first love. And so I remember one day we were in a meeting and we were told to like go to like go to your leaders and ask them like what do I need to do? How do I need to do better? And I remember Pastor Lady was like, we need more work. We need some more work. And I was like, okay. So I don't know if anybody ever knows this for me. I don't think many people do, but I used to love to write. I used to love, 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 love to write. I remember I wanted to go to college to be an English major, but the Lord told me to be a nurse. So, but I used to love to write like creative writing, poems, like scholarly writing, like all of it. I just enjoyed writing. So when the Lord told me to do a podcast, I was like, oh, like I rather write. <laughs> like I rather write. And so she was like, okay. So I was like, you know, let's do devotionals. And so started writing these devotionals. And I found that, like, oh my gosh, I have so much passion for this. And so I found out I had all this passion for it. And then I said, you know, let's create a devotional for season two, like with the podcast. And I was like, okay. And at first, it was just going to be like a, you know, like a regular daily devotional, like, you could just read anything. But the Lord told me um, that I needed to do a singles devotional. Because y'all, majority of my life, I've been, <laughs> all my life I've been single. <laughs> been single. And when I tell you I've experienced it all, all when it came to singleness. And so I decided to write a devotional. I have a 21-day devotional coming out. And um, it will be able to... <laughs> And you will be able to purchase it um, pre-order on September 21st, which is next week, which is my birthday. I'll be 26. Um, but yeah, it's called The Whole Single. like, And it's literally like 21 days of like self-reflection. You're going to have like, it's some devotional for devotionals. Like, and you'll have a devotional and you'll have a, a prompt to reflect. And now that I'm sitting up here, I'm like, I kind of want to read one. <laughs> so, yeah, I kind of want to read one. But uh, we talk about everything on this devotional. Almost every, I feel, I feel like I kind of hit every area when it came to the devotional. Not where it's the same, Lord. Episodes, not episode. <laughs> Day. <laughs> Day 16. And so it kind of... Uh, it's kind of almost like, okay, to the single that's dealing with this, to the single that's dealing with it. And so it's almost kind of like an advice, like to the single. Then I get some scripture and then it's a prompt and it's a reflection. 
So to the single in an unequally yoked relationship. <laughs> Everybody like, ooh. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Baal? Or what hath he that believe it with an infidel? 2 Corinthians 16, 6 and 14-15. To the single in an unequally yoked relationship, day 16 is written specifically for you. I know from experience what it's like to be unequally yoked in a relationship and not just romantic relationships either. Most time when we hear the word, when we hear the scripture to not be unequally yoked with unbelievers, it is in reference to dating or marriage. We know that we know that as believers, we should not date or marry someone of the opposite faith. But the phrase unequally yoked is broader than that. Picture this. Two oxen, one short, one small, the other one tall and huge, joined to farm to the ground, joined to farm the ground. It's almost impossible for them to accomplish versus two oxen, the same or similar height and weight being yoked together, farming the ground. In today's scripture, Paul is telling the Corinthians, be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers for what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness and what communion hath light with darkness. He also goes to say what concord has Christ with Baal, which is the weakly, the wicked or worthless. And he that believeth, and he that believeth with an if and he that believeth with an infidel. An infidel is simply an unbeliever, someone who is faithless. Do you notice anything with the examples Paul is using to support this statement of why we should not be unequally yoked? They are all contrary to one another, and there is no agreement or harmony between the two. Christ and Baal, opposites. Righteousness and unrighteousness, no agreement. Light and darkness, no coexistence. Imagine being yoked to someone in a friendship, romantic relationship, business relationship, and marriage with someone that has contrary morals, values, mindsets, and religion as you. It is a difficult task. There's always going to be a constant tug of war in those relationships, and you won't be able to get much done and properly accomplish the purpose of the two of you joining together because of the lack of agreement. You get things done better and faster with agreement. As today's devotional end, I want to elaborate on being unequally yoked as it pertains to marriage. There was a time that I felt if I were to date someone that had a different religion and choose to marry them, as long as we were mature and respectful of one another's religion, it could work. I would say, God, he is perfect. He just doesn't believe in you. But I, be- I, but I feel, but I feel like he will see my life and want to change. Y'all been there? <laughs> He'll change, God. <laughs> I then begin to wonder, what if they never decide to believe in Yahweh? What if they never confess that Jesus Christ is Lord? What would happen to their soul if they never decide to believe in you? What if they want my future children to not believe in you? That was the moment that changed everything for me. I decided to never be so caught up in desire to be in a relationship and to be married that I wanted more than I want to see men saved. So to every single in an unequally yoked relationship, begin to cultivate relationships with people who are equally yoked with you. Reflect. Are you in an unequally yoked relationship? 
evaluate that relationship versus relationship that you have with those you are equally yoked with. And so, yeah, that's kind of the gist of how it's going to go for 21 days. And so instead of this season being like a weekly thing, it's going to be a daily podcast. So this season, we're talking about these 21 days. It's going to be a daily thing. It'll probably be like seven minutes long. And then when the Lord tells me what to talk about next and what to dig in next, we'll have another devotional and we'll go along with another, maybe 21 days, maybe 30 days. I don't know. Um, however long. I do have a couple bonus episodes. I do want to do some topics that I did have in mind. But yeah, that's what um to be looking forward to for season two. Um, so um thank y'all for coming. Thank y'all so much for coming. Um, it wasn't too long. <laughs> but uh, before uh, we go eat, I kind of just um I just want to pray. I just want to pray. Um, specifically for those who may have felt muzzled in their life, who currently may feel muzzled. And for those who are walking in a space where they're not being muzzled anymore and it's uncomfortable. And I also want to pray for the singles. And the reason why it's called the whole single is because with the woman who had the issue of blood, the Lord told her to be made whole. And whole it was telling her is to be restored, be healed. And so my desire for every single person that I know, and even married person, I want you to be made whole. I want you to be healed. I want you to be restored by the Lord. And don't just wait. Don't wait until you're married. <laughs> don't wait. If I hear anything else from like my leaders, like, don't wait. Do the work now. Be healed now. Dig up that trauma now. Like in this devotional, we're talking about attachment issues, talking about being unequally yoked, talking about abandonment, fear, rejection, grief, premarital sex, pornography. Like we're talking about it all. Self hate. <laughs> Just talking about it. Dig up these things now and be a whole single. You know, like, Kishko had that song, you love me, you complete me. <laughs> Be whole now. Be complete now. Because when you get married, you add a whole nother person. Ooh, I can only imagine. <laughs> but um, my desire is to see, to see God's people whole. To see God's men and women whole. So, yeah. Um, let's pray. Father, in your son, Jesus' name, Lord God, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for being so amazing, so mighty, so great, so worthy, so kind. You are such a holy God. You are such a righteous God. You are such a gracious God. You are so good. You are so good, Lord. Lord God, you are so good. May we become madly in love with you. May we want to please you, Lord. May we want to please you with our loves. May we walk, Lord Jesus, harder after you and live by your spirit. 
May we be men and women who live by your spirit. And Lord God, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you for freedom. We thank you for liberation. We thank you that this is the year of Jubilee, Lord Jesus, that we're coming out of darkness and into light, Lord Jesus. We thank you. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you. We thank you. Lord God, forgive us, Lord. Forgive us for when we did not want you more than we wanted the things of this world. When we wanted to please people more than we wanted to please you. When we did things for people and we didn't do it with a heart to please you. Forgive us, God. Forgive us. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us. We want to be more like you. And Lord God, I pray for every person, Lord Jesus, right now who is muzzled, who feels silenced, Lord God, because of things that have happened, because of the trauma, Lord God, may they be free, Lord God, I decree, Lord God, and I declare their freedom is their portion, Lord God, Lord God, we release the muzzle off of their mouth now, Lord God, we open their mouth now, Lord God, may they be thrusted into their purpose, Lord Jesus, may they be thrusted in who you have called them to be, Lord Jesus, we thank you for freedom, we thank you for liberation, Lord God, we thank you, no longer do we have to live in bondage, Lord Jesus but we are free we are free Christ has made us free and Lord God no longer do we have to live a slave to people Lord God and bondage to people but if anything we will be in bondage to what you have us to do in this season Lord God we shall obey you have your way in our lives Lord God your will we will obey your will your will your will we will obey Lord God, if you want us to write, Lord God, in this season and release a book, if release a song, Lord God, if you want us to do it, Lord God, we will do it. Lord God, if you want us to live holy, we will do it, Lord Jesus. We will do it. We will do it. All glory and honor going to you. We will do it, Lord God. And to every single Lord Jesus, to every single who may feel discouraged, who is on a healing journey, Lord Jesus. Who is trying to come to grips of all that has happened to them. Lord God, may they be made whole to every married person who is in a marriage, Lord Jesus. And they are still healing from things that have been done. May they be made whole to every widow, Lord Jesus. May she be made whole. May he be made whole. Let the people of God be made whole in this season. Let we be made whole. We thank you for freedom, Lord. Thank you for liberation. And we thank you for your spirit that lives within us. Thank you for your presence always being with us. Thank you for never leaving us. Thank you. And Lord God, I thank you for every person who has listened to this podcast and who will listen to it. Lord, I set a fire inside of them. A fire to love you more. A fire to live by your spirit. A desire and a hunger for you. More of you is what we need. That we be righteous and maybe be holy in this season. Thank you for your holiness. Thank you for your holiness. Your splendor. Your love. We thank you, God. May this season be like never before. 
Lord, breathe on this season. Breathe on this season. And may those that need to hear it, let it come to their ears. May they hear some more that they will change their lives all for the glory of to you. For your glory, God. For your glory. For your glory. And Lord God, all these things I pray in your son Jesus' name. Amen.